Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CAF America Radio Network, a production of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. As the leader in global giving, CAF America offers more than 20 years of experience and expertise to corporations, foundations, and individuals who wish to give internationally and with enhanced due diligence in the United States. Through its industry-leading grant management programs and philanthropic advisory services, CAF America helps donors amplify their impact. This show is dedicated to these donors and the charities they support. CAF America is uniquely positioned to serve as the bridge between these important partners and transforms vision into meaningful action. Guests on the CAF America Radio Network are leaders in their field who share tips for success and stories that inspire. Our host is Ted Hart, the CEO of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. This is a live call-in show. Add your voice by calling 914-338-0855. After the show, you can find all of our podcasts at capamerica.org. Don't forget to dial 914-338-0855. Now, welcome the host of the Cap America Radio Network, Ted Hart. And welcome to this latest edition of the Cap America Radio Network. Our topic today is crowdfunding. Uh, which is a very important topic that has been growing and is recently a very important phenomenon of online fundraising. It's a uh, rapid evolution of technology and the Internet. However, not all crowdfunding is created equal, especially when considering tax-deductible charitable contributions using crowdfunding. Donors and organizers of such campaigns may wrongly assume that donations made through such crowdfunding platforms are always tax-deductible. Now, going back with a little bit of history here, the earliest examples of crowdfunding online date back to 1997. So as crowdfunding passes its 20th anniversary, we here at CAF America want to give guidance on how to successfully use crowdfunding platforms for charitable giving. And as international giving is the expertise of CAF America, we want to make sure that our listeners understand how they can ensure tax receipted regulatory compliant international fundraising via crowdfunding sites is possible. It's estimated that there are over 2,000 crowdfunding sites online and that by 2025 it's predicted that more than 1 trillion U.S. dollars will be raised online using crowdfunding techniques. While such campaigns often use the word contribution or donation or gift in its pitch to the public, the question is, what makes a campaign truly charitable? How does it qualify for tax receiving? And if funds are being moved outside the United States, how do you meet regulatory compliance requirements both in the United States and in the country to which the funds are being sent? My guest today to help us sort through all of these topics and questions is Jesse Kraft, Vice President of Donor Advised and Grant Services at CAF America. Uh, welcome uh, back here on the show, Jesse, here on the CAF America Radio Network. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. So big, big topic, Jesse, one that has certainly uh, come up many times here at CAF America as we interact uh, with charities around the world who wish to raise money from the United States, uh, but also donors um, here in the United States who uh, wish to be able to raise money from their family, friends, and colleagues uh, to support charities both in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. So um, that being the case, let's start off with, first of all, 
what is crowdfunding and how does it intersect with philanthropic giving? Um, and is there a distinction between these two things? Is crowdfunding always philanthropic giving? Yeah, that's a great question. There's there's typically a distinction, but not always. So there can be certainly a merge between the two as well. So there's there has been a recent surge in fundraising from the public for a variety of different causes, um, you know, through sites such as GoFundMe and a variety of other platforms that are popping up out there. Um, and you know, some of these some of these sites aim and the fundraisers aim to raise funds for a person, potentially an individual that has an illness or that needs some sort of support because of, um, you know, potentially funeral costs or other variety of things that, that we've seen out there. Um, or, you know, there are other ways that these crowdfunding sites can actually be used to support, you know, things like kick, like kickstarting campaigns, so for for-profit activities or even um, or even charitable activities, so actually supporting charitable projects at a charitable organization. So there's kind of a variety of different buckets that that could that this type of funding could go into for different causes. And so there's certainly a distinction there between you know what is actually charitable or an exempt purpose as defined by the IRS, um, and then what would be considered you know more of an investment. So in the case of like those Kickstarter campaigns, or just you know, a gift to an individual, which would not, which may feel charitable, and and you could consider it as a piece of your philanthropy, but it wouldn't be tax deductible necessarily. So in most cases, it wouldn't be. Um, so you could consider it in your philanthropy bucket, but um, you couldn't consider it that way on your on your um, tax deductions when you're filing with the IRS. Um, so it's really important, and we'll go through some of this, but it's important to understand when you're giving to these various uh, crowdfunding campaigns what you're actually giving to and, and to do your due diligence to make sure it is tax deductible if that is your intent. And one of the reasons for that is that uh, there are, as we said at the top of the show, more than 2,000 crowdfunding sites online, uh, and not every site uh, necessarily provides uh, advice or counsel or assistance in establishing the campaign as a charitable organization because in many instances the crowdfunding site itself is a for-profit uh, uh, operation and therefore is not by itself able to issue a tax receipt uh, or by itself to be able to uh, make the campaign uh, charitable. So um, as you just mentioned, crowdfunding is uh, it's often informal. Uh, it's often family and friends and colleagues coming together, which is the very essence of what crowdfunding is. Um, and it's not necessarily, necessarily charitable in the eyes of the law or the IRS, um, but sometimes people want this to be charitable. So why does this not satisfy the IRS definition of charitable giving if people are coming together and the intent is that it go to charitable works? Yeah, that's a great question. So. You know, the IRS has set forth a very specific process for determining um, the, you know, determining whether an activity or an organization is charitable and is tax exempt. So, of course, um, an organization that hopes to receive tax deductible gifts from their donors would have to apply to the IRS to become a 501c3 public charity. So. Um, in the eyes of the IRS, any any gifts that are given to individuals or entities or organizations that do not have this tax-exempt status 
that has been granted by the IRS um, would not be considered tax deductible for their purposes. So it's really kind of a black and white in that sense of whether the organization that you're giving to has that tax exempt status and has approved this fundraiser. I think that's an important point we should, we should talk about as well because there are certainly um, crowdfunding sites out there that, that, are, that potentially are fundraising for an organization unbeknownst to them, and so that actually might not be tax deductible. So you have to even kind of understand a little bit more deeply how, how the money is getting to the organization. Um, but really it is a black and white between, you know, are they a tax-exempt entity um, that is recognized by IRS or not? And that's, that's really the, the way to determine the first piece of it. So if someone is interested in supporting a charitable cause, I think what you're saying is they need to be certain that it is the charity that is establishing the relationship with the crowdfunding sites because it matters where the money goes. Because if, for instance, I'm an individual and I go to my favorite crowdfunding site and I set up the campaign that I am sort of the owner of that campaign and therefore the recipient of that money, even if I intend to then take that money and send it to a charity, I'm not able to issue a tax receipt, even though I might use the phrase, make a donation, make a charitable gift, um, uh, make a donation um, to, uh, uh, to that charity, I'm actually receiving that money, which may or may not uh, be taxable to me, uh, even if I then turn around and uh, write a check to that charity, so I'm being very honest about it, the issue is that each and every donor to that campaign would not, in that instance, qualify for a tax receipt, but the person who collected the money and then wrote the check to the charity, they could then be receiving. Yes, that's exactly right. And unfortunately, we this we do run into this as a, you know as Cap America as a charity. We have this happen every once in a while where a donor comes to us and of course has the best intentions and says, you know, we we ran this great GoFundMe campaign, we raised all of this money, and now I need you to provide tax receipts to all of these individuals, and I'm sending you this one check from my personal account that aggregates everything that I collected. And unfortunately, in that case, because we, you know, in, in, in all of these situations, we're not aware of it in the beginning, so we can't make sure that this is actually, that the money is coming directly to us, that it is tax deductible and everything like that. In those cases, we're not actually able to provide tax receipts. Even though we are a 501c3 and this money is coming to us, we can't provide tax receipts to all of those individual donors that might have given to that campaign. Um, because act, in actuality, what's happening is that whatever crowdfundraising site they used is sending a check to that individual, and then that individual is sending the money to us. So for our legal purposes, that individual is the only donor on that campaign. And as you mentioned, then there are, of course, things that like, like income tax considerations um, that, that that individual might even need to consider on their own. That's right. So, so again, just to summarize for our, for our listeners, um, you've got, you know, 100 donors who gave and now you've received that money from the crowdfunding site. Um, it's not possible to receipt each and every one of those donors because, in fact, legally, they made the contribution to you personally, and then you, hopefully being an honest person, then wrote the check to the charity. Therefore, you are, in fact, the only donor of those funds. That's right, yeah. And, and like I said, you know, it's, it's barely ever the case that we've run into, at least, 
where this individual has bad intentions or knows this going into it. It's really just the lack of education, which is why we're talking about this today. <laughs> Providing this information. Um, and I did yeah. fail to uh, mention, I'm sorry, at the top of the show that we are uh, also uh, live casting over at uh, Facebook at facebook.com forward slash uh, Calf America, and of course the video will be posted on that same site after this show. Jesse, we're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, I want to break this down and make sure that we give our listeners today a step-by-step -step way that they could use their favorite uh, crowdfunding site and receipt each one of their donors and uh, move the, the uh, ultimate contribution to their favorite domestic or international charity. And we'll be right back after this break. Remember, our podcasts and archives are always available 24 hours a day at calfamerica.org. If you're listening today, our phone lines are open. Call in and ask a question by dialing 914-338-0855. Now, back to the Cap America Radio Network and our host, Ted Hart. And we're back here live on the Cap America Radio Network, and our guest today is Jesse Kraft, Vice President of Donor Advised and Grant Services at Cap America. Um, and our topic today is crowdfunding, a very popular way to bring uh, small donors, many donors together uh, to fund a particular project. We're focused today on charitable giving. Um, and Jesse, before the break, um, uh, we wanted to make sure that we uh, share a sort of step-by-step -step process for our listeners today, whether they be a charity looking to fundraise or an individual who's looking to fundraise, how can they utilize the services of their favorite crowdfunding site and be able to tax receipt each donor and be able to make that donation to their favorite charity. How does that work? Yeah, that's a really important question. So um, there are a couple things here. So if you're an individual, and let's say, you know, there are a lot of cases where an individual is fundraising for a run or a bike ride or things like that that they're participating in and they're trying to fundraise from all of their friends. Um, it's really important if you're doing something like that um, that you coordinate with the with the people that are actually running that event or or even if you're just fundraising for a particular project at an organization you need to coordinate with the charity themselves that you're hoping to receive the funds to make sure that whatever site you use perhaps they already have a site set up for you that you should be using um, or that if, if they're allowing you and they might not but if they're allowing you to find your own fundraising site that they can coordinate directly with, um, with those that, um, that manage that crowdfunding site to make sure that, one, the money is coming directly to the charity because, as we discussed before the break, you know, it can't, we, that money can't go to that individual to be sent then to the charity. The money has to be sent directly to that charity for it to be considered tax deductible. And that there's, you know, that the language that you're using on the page is consistent with what the charity would accept on their own fundraising pages. Um, and perhaps, you know, including things like their EIN and, and items like that to ensure that there's transparency and that the donors understand um, where their money is going. Um, additionally, you, you know, a lot of times the charity will work with that crowdfunding site to provide a way for an automated tax receipt to go through so that so that the donor is receiving that acknowledgement and we have and you just have to make sure that all of those and those are just a few of the steps but that those pieces are followed 
in order for it to be considered tax deductible. So really the most important point is don't do this on your own. You have to collaborate with that charitable entity themselves in order to make sure this is done correctly. Right. Unless, again, uh, you are intending yourself to be the recipient of those funds, uh, in which case we believe well, that right. you should be upfront up with those who are contributing uh, to let them know that they are contributing to funds that you will be donating to, to uh, the charity. So what if you're a donor who's invited to participate in a crowdfunding campaign, uh, of which millions of people participate, and they come to the campaign uh, site and, you know, tug at the heartstrings or, you know, certainly a compelling mission uh, that they want to support, how would I know as a donor that this has been set up appropriately? What should I look for if, in fact, I'm making a donation, contribution, or gift, and I'm expecting that because it's going to charity, I'm also going to receive uh, or be eligible for a tax receipt. How do I know that I'm participating in a campaign that has been appropriately set up? Yeah, that's a good question, and I think it, it depends on the site. Um, there are some crowdfund, crowdfunding sites that have now kind of caught on to the fact that donors are having trouble making this distinction. And so there are some crowdfunding sites that have certified charitable pages where, you know, there's uh, some sort of badge or check mark or a different URL that's, that is um, kind of separating those into a different category if it is actual, if they can guarantee that, the, uh, that a tax receipt and will come from it and that it is tax, a tax deductible donation. So in some sites, it's, it's, quite obvious, I would say. It should be obvious to the donors of whether that's the case. But, you know, in others, it might they might not have that t type of functionality. And so you really need to read the fine print, um, you know, read, see if there is a, an EIN present. Um, it's very easy to go search that EIN on the charity, uh, I'm sorry, on the IRS yeah, Jesse, website. What, what is it? Just for our listeners, just make sure. Oh, they sorry. Know. What is an yeah. EIN? Yes, yes. It's an employer identification number, and this is a number that's used by the IRS. Um, it's, it's essentially your tax registration ID as an organization, and so the, the EIN that's given to 501c3s, can, which, are, which are charitable organizations that would be tax deductible, can be verified on the IRS website. So I, as a donor, I know that when I, if I'm giving to a 501c3, I always pull that EIN and make sure I'm doing my due diligence to make sure that is actually a tax-exempt entity before I give to them. Um, so that would be a piece of it, but of course, anyone could put an EIN anywhere. So, you know, <laughs> I think you need to go a bit further than that, um, potentially even talking to the, um, if it's not clear in the language on the page, you know, you might want to talk to the organizer of the campaign to see who the funds are actually going to um, and, and just making some inquiries based on that if you're not seeing the information that clearly distinguishes it as a tax-exempt organization as, and as a tax-deductible gift on the site. And in asking that question, you may actually be prompting the person who has goodwill and good intention to think through some things that maybe they were unaware of that be, it may not have been set up uh, for you to get a tax receipt, and that may not have been intentional on, on the part of the, the person that you're asking the question. So being an, an informed donor oftentimes can be helpful to you, but also to the solicitor or the person who is trying to uh, do a good thing and, and support charitable activities. 
right, because it might help them realize that they need to go a bit further to make sure that their donors are um, receiving their proper tax, tax benefits from their generous gifts. Yeah, all of this advice that we've given so far is apropos to every single crowdfunding site, every single donor uh, who may want to make sure that, that, first of all, the money is going directly to a charity, that it is potentially tax receivable, but specifically to the expertise of CAF America being the premier international intermediary uh, in the United States, um, what if now what I want to do is the charity that I want to support is outside of the United States or I'm a charity outside of the United States trying to crowdfund in the United States, what are the steps that need to uh, be taken into account if, for instance, I wanted to have CAF America be the intermediary that is going to help me do that? What does that look like and how do I make that happen? Yeah, yeah, good question. So if you're an individual that um, wants to give to a foreign charity through one of these sites, you're, of course, not going to be go looking to see if they're registered on the IRS database because, of course, in most cases, they will not be. There's a small subset of actual foreign-based organizations, so not we're not talking about friends of organizations or things like that, but foreign-based organizations that have 501c3 status, but it's a very small subset. So in this case, you know, you're, you should really assume, make that assumption that, that if it is based in a foreign country, that it is not... Um, automatically tax deductible um, and that you're not looking to looking to the IRS site to verify that but instead there are of course like CAF America intermediary organizations that can act as the 501c3 um, that is working uh, in cooperation with that foreign organization to send them tax deductible gifts um, so in that in that case essentially the donors are still giving it if if the foreign charity has developed a relationship with a 501c3 um, organization or intermediary that is assisting them in the U.S., um, essentially that the donors to that organization would then would be actually legally giving to the U.S. 501c3, and then that 501c3, such as CAF America, would undertake all of the proper IRS regula regulatory compliance um, checks to ensure that we can give that that give those funds to that organization um, in a tax-exempt way. Um, and there's, of course, a whole process around that. But for the donors that want to give to foreign organizations, you should make sure that they have, if you want it to be tax-deductible, make sure that there is a 501c3 partnership in place. Otherwise, it, it will not be tax-deductible to you. Um, and then on the other side, if you are a foreign charity that wishes to, that does not have 501c3 status and you wish to fundraise in the United States, you will need to seek out a partnership with a 501c3 or some opt to actually register as a 501c3 themselves, but that's a, that requires a lot more effort and, and financial input. Um, and you know, what you would be doing in that case is very similar to an individual donor who, who wants to crowd, to, to do a crowdfunding um, project on one of these sites. You would need to work directly with that 501c3 partner. So that foreign charity needs to work closely with the 501c3 to make sure that, again, all of that language on the site is clear, that the money is going directly to the 501c3 and not to the foreign charity, and that, you know, the tax receipts, 
um, are, were able to tax receipt through the site and, and other factors like that before you start that, that um, funding campaign. So like I, like I said, we've had individuals come to us that have done these um, campaigns without our, our knowledge. We've also had charities that come to us after the fact and say, oh, well, you know, we raised all this money and we have it. Can you send the tax receipts? Right, but of course the money never came to us, <laughs> and we weren't aware of this this fundraiser going on, and so we, you know, we're not able then to tax receipt, and so they're in a position where they're having to tell their donors that it actually wasn't tax deductible, which is not a good position to be in. So, um, on both sides, it definitely requires um, close coordination with with the charity that you're hoping will tax receipt for that donation. So there's a very specific process that has to be followed, but the bottom line is crowdfunding is possible. Um, it's possible uh, to give directly to charities to be tax receipted uh, for charities. It's also possible to support domestic charities or international charities, but there's a step-by-step -step process that needs to be followed. And, you know, sort of buyer beware. Don't assume that every time you see the word donation, charitable, gift, that you actually are making a contribution to a charity or that you will be eligible for a tax receipt. That's right. That's right. And I don't want us to come off as, um, you know, us advocating not to give to, to projects and campaigns that are going to individuals with illnesses or things like that. Um, of course, you know, there is certainly philanthropic value in giving to those types of causes so long as you're sure that it's actually a legitimate cause. You know, there's certainly a lot of fraud so, so that, there, that happens there, there, too. There as well. <laughs> there's a need for right. vetting, too. Yeah, but, um, and, you know, so I don't want to say that we that no one should be giving to those individuals, of course. It's just vetting is necessary. And just you go into it knowing that it is not tax deductible if, you're, if that money is going directly to an individual or a family in need. That's right, that's right. So there's lots of different ways to be charitable, uh, but there really is only one path through which that is uh, going to be considered a tax receipted regulatory compliant contribution to a charitable entity um, as opposed to supporting somebody in need directly. Uh, and in both instances, you want to make sure that you're vetting that there is actually a charity or that there is actually a person in need and then you have the regulatory compliance issue um, that, that comes into play if you're moving the, the money internationally. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so it need not be more complex than, uh, than any of that. And maybe that sounds somewhat complex, but the reality is, is that, as you said, uh, we want all of our listeners to understand that crowdfunding sites are very helpful, can be very helpful, and can be used. Um, here at CAF America, we encourage um, uh, those who want to utilize our expertise to choose the site uh, that they prefer uh, to have a relationship with that site. But before they launch the campaign, if they wish their donors to receive a tax receipt, if they want to have regulatory compliance and moving the money uh, to an international charity, to do all the planning before you launch the campaign. And therefore, our expertise can help you meet all that criteria. Yes, that's right. We certainly have many successful crowdfunding campaigns going on at any given time um, with a variety of different sites. Um, as Ted mentioned, we, we don't um, discriminate against any of them. We, we're very open to working with any of the crowdfunding sites that will work with us. Um, 
so we really like to leave that preference up to the donor or the charity that's running that fundraiser um, because there are certainly a lot of great options out there for uh, different services and different functionalities on these sites. So um, it, we, we leave it open to, open to choice, but you have to coordinate with us to make sure it's, that we can manage it in a tax-efficient way. Exactly, and they come in all shapes and sizes and uh, fee uh, levels or price points. Um, right. and, uh, and none of those fees have anything to do with Cap America. And so we encourage people to make the decision that fits their campaign, fits their desires with the functionality that they're looking for. Uh, but ultimately, Cap America is here uh, to make sure that the risk is managed, the regulations are followed, and that reputations are protected. And that is our pledge here at Cap America. Jesse, thank you so much for being my guest here on this show. I think a very important topic, and certainly as we started the show today, uh, a timely topic because there are so many crowdfunding sites, and in fact, uh, it is expected to continue to grow and raise a great deal of money. And our hope is that some of that money will go to charities and charitable causes in a tax receipted regulatory compliant way. Thank you again for being my guest here on the CAF America Radio Network. You've been Thanks, listening Ted. to the CAF America Radio Network. Tell all your friends and colleagues to check out our production schedule. Sign up for our free newsletter and download our iPad and iPod-friendly podcasts at CAFAmerica.org. Thanks for listening to the CAF America Radio Network.